the college basketball experience transfer portal and you know, some scheduling news episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by shady rays. Go to shadyrays.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the golf gambling podcast, Taylor made stealth Two driver giveaway. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing, which is on April 8th. We're also brought to you by baseball money is fake. Yes. Our fantasy baseball podcast. Join Blake and Ryan three times a week and get all the player breakdown uh, or player breakdowns and statistical data that you'll ever need to dominate your league. So do that and remember to let it ride. Hey, this is John Sally, and you listen to SGPN. Let it ride. into the night. Clearly you haven't, you haven't been rocking with the, you know, the sports gambling podcast network and the college experience. Cause we do episodes all fucking year long. I'm fucking tired. Don't matter. No more bitching time to talk hoops. And we're what I know we're what, uh, let me think right now. Let me see if I can do some quick math. Uh, I know we're at uh, six months away from the season. Does that sound <laughs> accurate? Be like six yep. months away from the season. But don't panic. We got a. Where am I at, Kobe? I'm at my house. I am at my house because I woke up not feeling that great today. But guess what? That doesn't mean I'm not going to give you fucking content. All right. And I'm not transferring. All right. But everyone else is. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But let's get to. Uh, well, first, uh, you're probably wondering just who the hell. Who the hell you're uh, listening to? Well, my name is Colby Swiggin Database Dip, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And look, this is our transfer portal episode, so uh, I feel like this is the appropriate clip to play. <laughs> I'm dying in this fucking country ass fucked up town. Shit flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see pilot. Let's get the fuck out of this country, mother. <laughs> All right. That is my clip. Let's get the fuck out of this town because, damn it, the portal's got over 2,000 players in this. Woo! That's a lot. It's a lot to break down. But we're doing it, baby. And, look, I actually like the portal. 
I don't understand some of it, but I like to having the portal and having ac acquisitions going on in the off season, middle of the season for some, some cases. So uh, we are joined by my co-host, yes, former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin, host of the Ryan and Rush Show, host of the NFL Gambling Podcast. Give it up for Ryan McIntyre. What's up, brother? What is going on? You know, 72 hours ago, we had UConn, San Diego state. I had 72 hours to reflect and I am not going in the transfer portal. I am back on the college basketball experience. Let's go, man. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, look, there's so many players. Shout out to Moneyline Ed. Shout out to Chris, nice name. Nevada, yep. Rob, all, 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 Trevor. Um, we're going to talk a lot about the portal and, and where players can go. And, and, and uh, I mean, I, I, every time I, I, Go to the interwebs. I see like a, a new a new fucking thing in the portal. So, uh, but before we get that, uh, or we get there, I can't talk. I want to talk about this Big East Big Twelve battle schedule. Holy shit! Where's my Where's my guns? Where's my guns? Um, I have it somewhere here. It's somewhere out there. Where are they? Here we go. <laughs> sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Well, that's, that's our picks, but I mean, uh, I don't know. I have the go. Here we go. I mean, the amount of, uh, of fire games got released today or yesterday. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Uh, so November 30th. So we got the big 12 big East challenge, the two best conferences in college basketball. I think if you were to ask anyone that covers the fucking sport, um, November 30th, we have Texas tech at Butler. Let's talk about that one. It's the first one on the schedule. I know Texas tech's got a few guys in the portal Butler as well. I mean, I, you got to think both are going to be better. Grant McCaslin might pre, pre watch him get Tyler Perry. And then you got uh Butler who I think just, just being healthier. It doesn't even matter if you lose guys. To me, like that team was a mess all year as far as health. Year two, Thad Mata. I feel like they got to get better. But is this going to be the worst game out of the whole, the whole, you know, the whole list of them? I don't think so. But what did you make of uh, Texas Tech at Butler on November thirtieth? Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd put it the worst. It's probably definitely in the bottom tier, just because both teams did finish at the bottom tier of their leagues. But man. We expect both teams to be improved. Year two, Thad Mata. Year one, Grant McCaslin. We saw him take over North Texas and instantly make them into a contender in Conference USA. And who knows what they're going to do in the portal? He's been good in the portal as well. Yeah. Well, nowadays, like you don't have to wait for your team to get better. Like, yeah. Just ask K State. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like, no, you got to give the guy four or five years. No, <laughs> this is like maybe two, maybe <laughs> two, three. I don't know. Um, so November 30th, we get Texas tech at Butler and Creighton heading to Stillwater. But the only problem is every time I refresh my interwebs, uh, a guy from Oklahoma state's hitting the portal. Yeah. <clears throat> Avery mean, Anderson, Avery Anderson. I feel like they're top three scorers. Am I crazy? I, I feel like uh, I'm just going off the top of my head right now, but I believe, uh, I think two Caleb or three Boone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Caleb Boone and Avery Anderson. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, but you also have right now we had news of uh Nebhard hitting the portal at Creighton, which I mean, 
Why? <laughs> they just they they were a point away from going to the final four. See, this is this one and like a couple of these other ones. Like, yeah, we like talking the portal just because it's content. It's like we're, we're interested to see where these guys go, but it makes you ask why, man. Like, you started every game, the ball was in your hands for forty minutes every single night, and you're a point away from going to the final four. Why not come back? And see if you can get the team over the hump, and we'll see what happens with the other guys, Kalk, Brenner, and Shireman. Obviously, I'm sure they'll test the waters. Everybody does. I mean, shit, you could test the waters now and enter the transfer portal at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Noah says, <laughs> "When does Mike Boynton hit the portal?" I, I thought he was already going to hit the portal, but um, <laughs> you know, this is an interesting angle. Ne- Nebhard was getting death threats uh, after the SDSU fell, according to Aveda here, or I mean, she heard that, but. Um, and you should be watching folks, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, if that's the case, then maybe I get it, but I mean, have some thick skin shit. Hey, who says you they're know? not going to do that at the next place? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I There's mean, honestly, if he goes to there. Arizona, which is like speculated because Tommy Lloyd recruited his brother, they could lose in the first round. I actually think they have a more, uh, a crazier fan base than Creighton. Oh yeah. So, um, I don't know. But uh, what do you make of Creighton at Oklahoma State? Good game, it, but we got to see what Oklahoma State does. I feel like they're better when they're under the radar. He'll he'll dig into the portal, get some guys to replace Anderson and Boone, and I'm sure they'll be athletic, fast like they always are. It, it, you know, it sucks to lose an Avery Anderson, but 2023 next man up. Yeah, I'm sure they could be a big year for portal. Mike. Though. They got money. They got money. They'll figure it out. Look, I want to talk about more of these matchups because I find them all fascinating. But before I do that, I got to get us paid. I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by shady rays. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Yes. Our friends at shady rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair of sunglasses you've ever worn in your life. They got durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures or perhaps, say, the transfer portal. Uh, That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by a lost or broken replacement. So let's just say, you know, uh, let's say uh, who, 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 Kirk Krishna whatever. However you Mary Krishna, uh, in the portal. Kirsha. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he landed at West Virginia we'll talk about that later, but you know, say he, uh, goes to Morgantown and realizes, you know what? Shit. Forgot my sunglasses back at my old dorm room in Tucson, which is really a five bedroom apartment. But, uh, you know, forgot it there as I was uh, signing over the lease to some, I don't know. I, but he forgets it. Next thing you know, he goes back to shady rays. They're not even going to ask any questions. Boom. Here's your pair of glasses, dude. Enjoy Morgantown. All right. Look, if you lose or break a pair, even on day one, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. So wear your shady rays with complete confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. So with the uh, shady rays, also you can look good and feel good because they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with feeding America. So, you know, their hearts in the right place. So why would you not want to be a part of this uh, supporting this company? 
Um, so what are you doing folks exclusively right now for our listeners? Shady race is giving out their best deal of the new year here. Go to shadyrays.com, Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus p- pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. Uh, the shades that are rated five stars by over 200,000 people. There we go. All right. We are back on the college basketball experience. Uh, I made December 1st, Iowa state heads to Chicago to take on DePaul, man. I feel like Tony Stubblefield's got DePaul chippier, but they just can't get over the hump. I thought last year, what was really critical is David Jones hit the portal to uh, St. John's had they had him. I thought maybe they would, you know, I feel like that would have been a big piece, but I mean, this is the game that I think might be the worst one. What do you think? Probably just because it's the Paul. I mean, uh, no offense to Paul that among the other big East teams are definitely the least sexy out of uh, those teams. It is a big year though for Stubblefield. You mentioned it. This is what year number three there, um, coming off at uh, what they finish this year ten and twenty three. Year number one, they were fifteen and sixteen. So, like you said, you don't get five six years to turn around a program anymore with this transfer portal. So, yeah, Thank you need you. to start winning some games. I and Iowa State's got a lot of turnover as well. Yeah, yeah, big year here. Um, yeah, I mean that's probably the worst game. But how how about these other games on December first? The Houston Cougars head Ooh. to Xavier. That game's absolutely awesome. That's a game I, I might even consider going to. Uh, you also have Yukon at Kansas, go into the fog, and St. John's <laughs> at West Virginia. I mean, Patino Huggins? Are you kidding me? Hall of Fame battle. Wait, I that's know. on December 2nd. I'm quickly looking at my calendar here. December 2nd is a sat. See, they're going to be lining these games up. I think as you have conference championship week in college football, woo, woo, let's go. Is it fall yet? Um, I mean, those, that, that, that triple header or quadruple header right there is fucking incredible. It's fucking incredible. Are you going to go to that uh, Patino hugs battle in Morgantown? Oh yeah. I got to, yeah, no, I'm already planning my, uh, calendar around it. But what about the other game? You got Yukon, the defending national champion versus Kansas at the fog, the 2022 national champion. You got the last two champs and then Houston coming over from the American into uh, the big 12 going to Xavier uh, year two, Sean Miller. What this is loaded. Yeah, absolutely loaded. These three games. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Then we have on December 2nd, which is uh so those, th- those are all on Friday. That's a quadruple header on Friday. Leading you into college, college uh, football conference championship week, they give you one game on Saturday. Great scheduling by the Big Twelve and Big East. TCU and they should put at, it at eleven a.m. Yeah, they should go early. TCU at Georgetown. Even this is intriguing now that our guy Ed Cooley took the Georgetown job. Little Jamie Dixon, Ed Cooley battle. Sign me up for this one on December second, and then they're off the rest of the day. They're off on Sunday for the NFL. They're off on Monday. They come back on Wednesday. Smart. With Texas at Marquette, which are you kidding me? <laughs> Shaka. I'm going to go ahead and say like this one out of the whole bunch is the one that jumps out to me. I know you yeah. Kansas. Like everyone's going to say that's the one I love the revenge factor. 
Oh, you you wanted to fire me, huh? <laughs> I I fucking love this game. I love this game. I'm excited to see you know the crowd in this game. So Texas at Marquette, then Providence heads to Norman, Oklahoma. So Kim English hitting the road, going to Norman to take on Porter Moser. We'll see Kim English. Maybe that's one of his first bigger uh, road games uh, as as a brand new Friar head coach. Villanova at Kansas State, absolutely fantastic. Wildcats, absolutely fantastic. Jerome Tang, uh, Kyle Neptune, Justin Moore's back at Villanova. That's actually that like out of the December fifth games, I go Texas Marquette one, then Nova K State two, but then Seton Hall at Baylor. Shaheen Holloway taking on uh, Scott Drew. I mean, this is this is an awesome series that we got going here. What what games? Obviously, you know you're going to say St. John's West Virginia, but out of the whole slate, what are like the your top three other than your your school? Throwing out West Virginia and St. John's, it, it, that one is just because you have the two Hall of Famers. But I'll throw that one out. One, I'm going with Kansas and UConn, just with UConn, two blue bloods, uh, but uh, the two last national champions at the Fog. That's number one. The Shaka Bowl, number two. Hey, yeah. you you got rid of me for Chris Beard. Hey, where's Chris Beard at? Oh, he's not here anymore either. So yeah, no, it's a <laughs> it's a fuck you game, and probably I'll go the Wildcat Bowl. I think that's the most underrated game on yeah. the card. I think Villanova is going to be back year two of uh, Kyle Neptune year two of Jerome Tang. Who's we'll see what uh K state does in the portal uh, replacing Marquise Noel and uh, Keontae Johnson. I expect them to be loaded again. And what did Shaheen Holloway do to deserve back-to-back years at Seton hall in this challenge? He went to the fog year one and now he's going to go to Waco year two. <laughs> what the hell did he do to deserve yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> Hey, and also <laughs> while we're talking Big Twelve hoops, and, and look, I see Yvette say UC Riverside at at UNC on November seventeenth. What a banger! Toledo, West Virginia. I do think that's a good game. Same with Kent State heading to Eugene. Incredible non-con basketball. Yes, and how about uh, you know this one's big for our our friend Moneyline Mac here. November tenth, UCF is heading to UCF, who's now a Big Twelve member. Heading <laughs> to Coral Gables to take on the Miami Hurricanes. You know, I feel like they play this game a lot, but not when they were in the Big 12. Now it's Big 12 versus ACC. I can Come see on, the chat Dawkins. getting excited. <laughs> you know, I can see the chat getting excited. So uh, there's that one. I want to key in on a, on a few other uh, uh, tournaments here that I find fascinating that, you know, we don't have the whole slate yet. You know, we do this because. We do this episode honestly because we just love college hoops. Honestly, like we we could easily do this episode September fifteenth, September October fifteenth. But the uh, the field for the Myrtle Beach Invitational is set, uh, according to sources, and and uh, we have Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers, which are located in Conway, South Carolina. So you would expect them to be a part of it each and every year. Then you have uh college of Charleston, obviously about, I think uh, an hour and a half, two hours up the road. I've made that drive. Yeah. Uh, Pat Kelsey still at Charleston. They're going to be, they're going to be a power. Then you got Furman who's also located in South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina, if memory serves me correct. Then you have the L- flame and libs, the flame and libs coming down from Virginia. 
to get in this mix. Then you have St. Louis, the Billikens, Travis Ford, who they're in the running. I I hear. I mean, who the fuck knows with the with the internet? But uh for Caleb Love. He's from Saw St. That. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh also the Catamounts of Vermont making making an appearance. They're the Catamounts, right? Am I talking out of my ass right now? No, they're the Catamounts. Yeah, You're right. The Catamounts, yeah. Uh Wichita State. Paul Mills, new to the scene. Shout out to Kwame in the chat. It says it was, it was a great season, fellas. Shout out to you, man. We appreciate you. Uh then the Wyoming Cowboys, who are randomly, randomly the furthest team away from this fucking thing. And they're getting Hunter Maldonado gone, EK in the portal. They've lost a few other guys too. Um, what do you make of this field? I mean, we obviously love this event because it's like daytime college basketball the whole day. Oh yeah, right around Thanksgiving or something, or you know, somewhere in that range. And but this field, this field, you know, zero P five or P six schools. Are you? I mean, I still love it. Tell you the truth. You, I kind of like it better, honestly, without the power fives. I kind of like having like a mid-major uh, type tournament, which you could just settle some of the best mid-majors on a neutral court. It's crazy how long the college basketball season is because UMass won this tournament over. They beat Colorado and they beat I think what was it Murray State in the finals. Yeah, and we um, thought we thought like, <laughs> oh shit, they're gonna yeah. win the A ten. I, I mean, they got it. They had injuries, but at the same yeah. time. I don't it think just shows. it's a marathon yeah. and then yeah. Colorado beats Tennessee the next game. Yeah. So go yeah. here. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, this and the Charleston one are the week before Thanksgiving, which is even better. Cause you have all the big ones during Thanksgiving and you got football. And so it's nice to have this one. Could these two isolated, which is, which is even better. Yeah. And folks, we will talk now uh, the, the, the Charleston uh, classic, I believe they call that one. Uh, the Charleston classic is, uh, and this one, I, I think this one is, is probably better than last year's. If I had to guess, um, the Houston Cougars, Calvin Sampson, the big 12 representing in, uh, in, in the Charleston classic, you also have Rick Patino at St. John's <laughs> what's, what's not to like, uh, between a potential Sampson. Patino matchup. Um, oh, you know, I love it. Then you also have, I'm, I'm very curious. Um, I'm very curious how uh, Matt McMahon will do year two at LSU. LSU buys players. We know this. They've been doing this since the fucking beginning of time. Uh, obviously they're not known for being a basketball school in a way, even though they've been the two, I think two final fours in my life, but um, they're going to spend and bring in talent. You know, they're going to spread it. They're going to spend and bring in talent. doesn't matter the fucking sport. It could be badminton and they would do it. Um, so uh, that's intriguing. Then you have the Dayton flyers and Anthony grant big year. I think for Anthony grant, I mean, they, they're yeah, always they, solid. Yep. Yeah. So then you have uh Craig Smith, what year three at Utah. Yep making the trip. Then you have what Jason Burton, who was just named that he was an assistant, longtime assistant. Uh, uh, wait, Ross Hodge. No, Ross Hodge. Ross yeah. Hodge. Who's yeah. Jason Who? Burton. Who's Jason Burton. Why did I write down Jason Burton? 
Is that a football name? Yeah, I might have fucked that up. (laughs) Um, Anyway, Ross Hodge, longtime assistant of Grant McCaslin. He is the new head coach of North Texas. Uh, And and so North Texas, obviously, I know Tyler Perry's in the portal, but they're they're heading to Charleston. And look, I like them keeping the same, you know, keeping the in a way. I know it's not McCaslin, but keeping some of that continuity. Yeah, I like that angle. Uh, then you have Towson who's supposed to be good every fucking year. I feel like, uh, we know Timberlake's in the portal. Um, and then there's one team that has not been, uh, named yet. What do you make of the Charleston classic going on? This is another good field. Another good tournament that'll be going on a week before Thanksgiving. And last year, this is kind of when we found out how good Furman was. Cause they beat, I forget who they beat, but then they went toe to toe with uh, Penn State. They lost it like the buzzer. It was a great game. Penn State beat it by two. And we saw how good Penn State was. I think it was Virginia Tech that they almost beat as well. Yeah, no, I like this tournament. I mean, potentially you could have a Houston St. John's matchup or an LSU data matchup. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how they field this. I'm sure they want to put Houston and St. John's on opposite sides because they want to Patino, Sampson, Final Four with both guys being Hall of Famers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be fantastic. I'll be honest. I hate to agree with the TMZ crowd, but kind of on board for that one. Um, yeah. All right. And then we have uh, the Maui Invitational going on uh, during Thanksgiving. And this one, this one's stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. First off, respect. Finally, shout out. I know people will probably shit on me for this, but for a few years there, it got ugly with them not putting Shamanad in there. And ESPN saying that they don't want Shamanad in there. Shamanad is a school, a D2 school located in Hawaii. And it's part of the tradition of the Maui Invitational. So fuck you. Glad to see. Glad to see Shamanad in there. So Shamanad's in there. And then you have, they're going to get destroyed, <laughs> though. I mean, shout out. I, I still dig it. I don't care what anyone says. Because you got the Gonzaga Bulldogs. You got the Kansas Jayhawks. You got the Marquette <laughs> Golden Eagles. The Purdue Boilermakers. The well, Shamanad might be able to give Syracuse a game. The Syracuse Orangemen, uh, Tennessee Volunteers, and the UCLA Bruins, and then Shamanad. <laughs> you got six top ten slash fifteen teams, and then I'm looking forward to Shamanad and Syracuse in the seventh place game. Shamanad might be able to beat the Q's. You That's know, they I'm might saying. be a middle of the tier ACC team, the Shamanad hey, guys. <laughs> who was it that Shamanad upset one time in the in this, oh, in this thing? Man. Was it Georgia Tech? I gotta Google that because it was like a decade ago. I'll never forget that. Because yes. they usually just get killed and they won one randomly. Who was it that they beat? They got someone. They got someone in one of these in one of these tournaments and they won in Virginia. Oh, Pat, we need Patty C on this episode. Was that is that is that fact? Is that was it? Was it the Wahoos? Yeah, and it was with Ralph Sampson. No, no, no. They won more recently. That's even crazier, though. Yeah, Ralph UVA Samson was number was one in pick. the country in '82, and they lost to Shamanad. That's insane. Absolutely insane. No, I want to say they. That it was Shamanad. dude. They beat Texas in 2012. Did they really beat Texas? <laughs> 2012. 8673. Dude, they they beat Cal in 2017. They beat Texas in 2012. They beat Oklahoma in 2010 and Princeton in 07. 
and Villanova in 03. Woo! They might be able to get Syracuse this year. Dude, and 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 I don't know if you know the politics behind this. My brother had sent me this article about them not ESPN basically uh at one point was saying no, they're not allowed in. And it's like, man, this is this invitational goes back long before ESPN, right? Yeah. And and uh, you know, there was a lot of politics involved with this shit. But I'm glad to see Shamanad back in there. I can't wait to see them knock off the Orangemen and Adrian Autry. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I, I think Charleston should play in the Charleston classic every year. Like yeah. the, them beating Virginia tech last year was fantastic. Yeah. And it, I think it's good for ticket sales too. It be, no even, though, even though it gives them a huge advantage. Yeah. Then go out and I mean, get bigger programs. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I like I, going back to the Charleston one. I like the teams like the, North Texas is, and uh, I, f- I forget who else was in that other one, the mid-major. Uh, but Dayton. having a sh- oh, yeah. I mean, in, in Charleston it was North Texas and Dayton, but in, in, Dayton. In, in Myrtle Beach was like everybody. Charleston, Coastal Carolina, Furman, Liberty, St. Louis, Wichita, Vermont, Wyoming. It just it gives these mid-majors an opportunity to get a marquee victory that they could never get on the schedule, other than having to play a bye game that could go a long way in March. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Okay, uh, but man, Maui's loaded this year. Better than last year, even. Before That's I get the best one I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before I get to uh before I get to the next the next segment here talking about this 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 active portal looking like the four oh five freeway on a Friday, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by our driver giveaway. No, we're not giving you some random fucking driver. Some Uber drivers just trying to, you know. Dude, I had an Uber driver to not that long ago to the uh, to the Burbank Airport. Who uh, I got in the car and we start going, and it's it's Los Angeles. I, I live in the beach, so it was like super hot. He's got all the windows down. He's got all the fucking windows down, and I'm like sweating. I'm I'm fucking I'm pu- I'm like pulling a Patrick Ewing in this fucking Uber driver, or in this Uber, and I'm like, dude. Come on, man! You, can we turn on the air conditioning? He's like, "Sorry, it's broken." And I had to go to the Burbank Airport, which, uh, if you're not familiar with Los Angeles, that's like an hour and a half. All right, so like, or at least an hour. So I had to go from Santa Monica slash Venice, like right on the cusp of that, to to the airport with no air condition. My point is, is that that's a bad driver. All right, maybe you take the day off, fix your fucking air condition. All right, uh, I understand you got. It ends to meet, but, uh, and I still didn't give you a one star, by the way, I should have <laughs> gave you a fucking one star. I still gave him fucking five stars because I was a nice person that day, but God damn it. That was a bad driver. Look, we're not trying to give you a bad driver. We're giving you a fantastic driver, a tailor made driver. Yes. Cause we're brought to you by the golf gambling podcast and their tailor made driver contest. The contest is completely free to enter and you have a chance to win an awesome tailor made driver. The drawing will take place on Sunday, April 8th. So get in. Look, it's free to enter too. So uh, make sure you get in. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. All right. We're back. Talking college hoops. See the chat. Shout out to the chat showing up in the off season. We know the real ones. We know the snorkelers and the scuba yeah. divers. All right. These are the scuba divers, yeah. baby. Let's go. Um, so I jotted down a lot of, a lot of names, a lot of names here. 
I actually made a list of uh, 35. I, I guarantee you I'm missing some because it, it's too, <laughs> it, going through the, the database of who's in the portal right now. I need a whiskey. You know what I mean? Like I guarantee, I was like, okay, I know this name, this, and then I'm like, you know what? I stopped. I, I, I gotta be honest. I kind of half have to, it's so fucking large. It's so large. I'm it's, sure two new guys just hit the portal between the 32 minutes we started. No, honestly, this honestly, hold on. I'll tell you one that happened once I, I, and I didn't write them down because I just saw right before we went live that Devin Cambridge uh, yeah, for Arizona, Arizona state. state who just said two weeks ago, he's coming back to, to Arizona state <laughs> is now in the portal. I mean, you should go to Yukon. Yeah. Play for the other Hurley. <laughs> I guess you only, you only made the field of 68. All right. Yeah. It's tough. Let's talk just in general about, about, you know, I feel like we had a conversation as the college basketball experience or as, and it was interesting to hear Noah Phoenix, uh, opinion, opinion of it, because he's a lot younger than myself. And even you, I know you're younger than myself. And I feel like it's like, uh, I'm like probably if I had to guess 10 years older than you. And then I feel like Noah's almost 10 years younger than you. Uh, I, what is, I I've always thought that the portal should be open for better opportunity. Right. I've always thought that, you know, I'm, even back in the eighties and nineties, I feel like they were fucking it up. Cause I'm like, wait, you know, if, if you don't have an opportunity here, you should be able to go elsewhere. Like if you're the 12th or 14th guy on Bob Knight's bench and he's blocking you from transferring, that's an asshole in my opinion, because uh, as a coach, you're, you're also a grown ass man. And you should realize that, uh, that people, not everyone's going to have the same. Maybe someone wants a different opportunity and you're trying to make someone's life better. Right. And I have issues with any, uh, some of my favorite coaches used to block players, Bobby Bowden. I mean, I, not, not that I'm a Bowden guy, but I'm saying like some of the most legendary coaches. I'm a Bill Snyder guy. Bill Snyder was a fucking asshole at doing that. Right. In football. Yeah. Um, so I'm split on it, but I also believe in hard work and adversity. Right. And to me, if you're getting benched, you know, I mean, do I need to, I mean, you can go, here's a perfect opportunity. It would be like the fucking Michael Jordan thing. Michael Jordan got cut by a team came back and you know, the story is, is like he focused all fucking year on that. Right. So he battled that adversity that that doesn't necessarily like align to what I'm trying to say with the portal, but I do believe there's strength in battling adversity when you have, you know, you get buried on that bench and you're saying, you know what, man, fuck this sucks. You know, you're bitching, but at the same time, you, you use that next year as almost like it, that, that move is almost the catalyst of, of you trying to become better, you know, uh, with stick and, and you didn't have a, a spot to land elsewhere. So I'm kind of in the middle on this thing because I also believe that, uh, you know, having, having problems is necessary in my opinion to, for you to be successful, right? Like having, yep. having, you know, what, whatever the situation may be, the coach doesn't like you. Oh, he's going to trust this point guard. Coach likes you, but he just, this guy's better than you, even though you think you're better than him. I believe that is good for, uh, for you as a human being. I believe that. And so I'm kind of in the middle on this. What's your stance on the, and I'm fascinated 
by hearing everyone's take on this. Cause I know. So, so well, we were talking behind the scenes and I, I thought there should only be one. Like, I feel like the fact you can transfer who just hit the portal today. Someone hit the portal tomorrow. Baker for Fresno state. He's already been at Kentucky, Arizona, and he's been at Fresno. So he is going to, and he's pulling the Charlie Moore route. He's going to another school. And it, in my opinion, like the NCAA does not owe you that. In my opinion, like, where do you draw the fucking line? Where do you draw yeah. the line? You know what I mean? Look, and I, I try to be player friendly, but God damn it, make a decision and stick to it. I actually believe in general in life, making a decision and sticking to it is an important lesson to learn. What, what do you make of this thing? And I'm curious. What's your take? I, I think the main problem with the, with the portal and how out of control it's gotten, because I, I don't care if you're for the players against the players. I think we can all acknowledge it's a little bit out of control with how many guys are going in the transfer portal. I mean, you, you get 13 scholarships. It's going to be like an average of five players per program by the end or four and a half players per program by the end. That's almost half the rosters. I think the main thing is, is that everybody's got a guy and then another guy that's in their ear. You never know who's talking to these players and everybody wants to get paid, including the guys that are advising these guys. And I think everybody just thinks, Hey man, this is a shitty situation and and I'm just going to go over here, but it's not always greener on the other side. And I, we've seen so many different circumstances with this and there's something said for sticking it out and, and coming out the max Duggan, like you said, with TCU, like you never yeah. know, you stick it out opportunities present itself. I'm not saying like you don't transfer. I mean, some of the best that sometimes you need, need a change of scenery. We see coaches leave all the time, but you don't see coaches going to four schools in five years. Yeah. Well, that's what I was about to say. And, and I yeah. see Benedict and, and Noah's answer to, to defend Noah. Who's not, I mean, he's with us, but not, he doesn't have a microphone in front of his face right now. Noah's thing is if a coach can go, a player should be able to go, which I would even be okay with that as a clause in the transfer. Right. But yeah. to say that in spite I also have an issue like that's part of the adversity that I speak about that I think is, is good for you. Now, if, if you end up saying, well, you know, I'm 12th on the bench, I think it's different than saying, well, I'm still the starting point guard, but I don't, I don't really know this guy's philosophies. I don't really like his philosophies. I think you should be choosing a fucking university by more than just your head coach. Obviously I think that's a big factor Yeah, and, and it should be, but I also think like, the culture. Yes. Also, yeah. I mean, if you know, the coach is, you know, on the last leg of his contract, or, you know, if you think he's better than the value, then I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe they should be telling you that, but I, yeah, I believe in the culture, the location, maybe you don't want to go far from your fucking house. You know, maybe, Oh, I'm going to go to Bismarck fucking North Dakota. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, if that's the smartest move for me, if I have an offer for, you know, to where somewhere closer to home, wherever. But, um, I don't know. I find this, this, this argument fascinating from a, from a generational standpoint, because I did argue with Noah here saying, cause Noah was like, you know, if the coach can should leave shows, so should the player. And I go, no, but I think like some of your best players that I've seen flourished. Now they struggled early on, but they flourished in their, in their other coaches system. Now, had they not ever tried their other coaches system, they might not have made that, you know, the best of them. now I'm sure you could play that back and have a bunch of players that 
perhaps struggled and never went to the pros and say, well, this was the deciding factor. Maybe. And you might be right, but I don't know. I just think to me, from my experiences, I'm in my forties, anything that I've ever done in life that I struggled were the best things that were ever for me. A hundred percent. And I think it's turning into kind of not what head coaches do. Cause you don't see head coaches at four places in five years. What sometimes though, you see this with assistant coaches where they'll jump. Like for what example, one guy he's gone from K state to Baylor, then to Texas. And he's on his way somewhere else. And it's like, I, and, and some people are like, well, he just needs to have more experiences of working for different coaches. And I'm like, I understand that, but like, maybe it's just because I came up in the hugs tree with Frank Martin. Like it was more of a family rather than this is just a business. Like it's cutthroat. We're, we're not going to get along. It's just, Hey, we're going to do a, B, C and D. And we're going to just going to win as many games rather than the big picture of, Hey, you're going to become an 18 year old and we're going to turn you into a man and prepare you for life. Maybe it's just different philosophies on everything, I guess, but I don't agree with playing three, four schools in five years. I think that's crazy to be honest. Yeah. I mean, and I understand, I understand the financial side of it now that's brand new to it in the past year and a half or two years with the NIL going illegal. Yeah. I understand. Which is illegal. Like the way that it's turned into, it's basically the old cheating, but it's like, it was supposed to be, Hey, you're going to make money off your name, image, likeness, not, Hey, if you come over here, we'll give you two fifty, no matter what. And Hey, you just got to go sign, uh, sign a couple of hats and, and talk to Bobby Joe for 10 minutes. Cause yeah. that's not, a, that's not NIL. <laughs> that's well, a, you're a good player. We want, we want to be good. Come over here. Then I try to be like, pl- I try to think of yeah. myself as the player. I try yeah. to think of myself as the player. So it's not, I hope, I hope someone's not thinking that I'm in, you know, unsensitive to, uh, you know, the players, but I just feel like I think of myself as the player and I'm like, no, maybe there's something I can learn from, even though I don't like this coach, maybe there's something I can learn that can benefit me, but I don't know. I mean, where would you, my question to people, to people out there, like that would, would say, no, they should be able to transfer. Where would you, where would you draw the, the line? Is there no line? You can just transfer every fucking semester. I like, all right. I agree with transfer once in your first four years. And I do agree that if you graduate, you should be rewarded for that because it's all about you. Or at least it used to be all about you're supposed to graduate. You're a student athlete. If you graduate, you should be able to go play your fifth year, wherever you want and make as much money. I like what Noah said. It's turned into live golf where we're going to pay you up front and it doesn't matter if you're great or you suck ass, you're still going to get as much money because we've seen these other guys that Oh, what was it? The quarterback? I forget where made all that money. He didn't even play. Uh, Quinn yours. Yeah. Quinn yours at, at, Texas. at Ohio state. No, originally when he was at Ohio state, went to Texas, yeah. he took one snap that whole season and he downed the ball yeah. and he got a million. He, and he took a million five. I think it was, I'm talking yeah. out, of, out of my ass a little bit, but, and then he walked to Austin and that, that booster or whoever the fuck put that together is like, I mean, but to be fair, to be fair, uh, I've read, you know, I remember a story. I want to say it was LSU. LSU had a player. I can't remember if this is basketball or if this is football. This is back in the nineties. And who knows who, you know, I'm only hearing it from one side of the story, the player side, but I tend to believe it that uh, he went on a trip to Oxford, Mississippi, right? Who knows if he was there with his girlfriend or, or he was there on a recruiting thing. Probably was recruiting. 
doesn't mean he's signed, but LSU was paying his bills under the table and they cut off his fucking electricity, at his parents' house that night. And I thought, man, that's really fucked up. You know what I mean? It's really fucked up to do that. Especially if you don't know his motives, like what if he was really going there just to chase ass? I have no idea, but, but you know, there's also been like that they've, they've blackmailed players, you know, as saying, Hey, you know, when it was illegal, meaning like, Hey, you're going to, your ass is going to play or, uh, you know, I'm going to turn this over to the NCAA and you'll be suspended. So it goes yeah. both ways. It goes both ways, but I don't know. But, uh, let, uh, let me ask you this. If you were filthy rich and Hey, ECU, you, you wanted to pay, pay all these guys. If you got burned a couple times, you pay this guy, let's say a hundred grand or, or whatever, a million dollars, two, three times. And then it's like, man, this guy sucks. This is not worth a million dollars. When is this going to come back a little bit and be like, I'm not forking over this fucking money anymore. This is like, I'm not getting my return well, on that, investment. That, that's yeah. that's what, look, that's the Mike Leach thing. We had Mike Leach on the show a bunch of times, rest in peace to coach yeah. Leach. And he said, if you're going to do this, I should have the power to be able to cut you. Like if I'm going to pay you, I agree. And if you're not playing well, if I cut you, then your, your ass is out, you know, just like you're working at fucking, you know, Dave and busters or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not bartending. Well, you're fired. Right. I, I, I when he brought that up to us, I was like, yeah, he's kind of right. You should, you know, if we're, if we're arguing that an 18 year old can go get a job anywhere else, which I think NIL is based off it, you know, like if we're arguing that aspect of like, if we're trying to compare it to a normal student of like a normal students can go have a job and work at a, a place. So they should be able to have, you know, they should be able to get money too, which is fair. I, I, I think that's fair. And, but at the same time, they can also get fired. This, yeah. this is like guaranteed money. So I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see. I didn't want to harp on it too much, but um, it's an interesting times or it's yeah. interesting times. Yeah. Interesting yes. times. And uh, I'm looking at a list of 35 players. Very interesting <laughs> times. Look, and, and look, I, 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 like I said, I'm not totally against it. Like I think certain players, maybe you know, Rick Pitino told the whole St. John's team minus Joel Soriano, get the fuck out, right? Yeah. All right. So obviously, I'm not like on Team Pitino there as far as like he did the same shit as Deion Sanders. Basically, said you guys are all you, you're not cutting it here. All right, get the fuck out. So I understand that side of it too. So I, I look at a guy named pa, like Posh Alexander on the list. And I got, man, that's a, I like Posh Alexander. I don't know what his personality's like. Was he a problem in the locker room? I have no fucking idea, but I like the way he plays basketball. I see him in the portal and, and look, there's so many big names in the portal. Let's just talk about some of these. I don't understand all of them. The Posh Alexander. I understand. That's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And con con burglar saying, I like the portal. Jeremiah, Jeremiah Davenport uh, is finally leaving from Cincy. <laughs> He's 35 years old. Um, but uh, so like, let, let's, let's talk. So I just randomly and, and don't, uh, don't hold me to these 35 names. I don't know that they're the top 35 at all. I just kind of put this together. I kind of Mickey mouse it. Isn't that a term uh, at number one? I put Hunter Dickinson because I'm still confused on this one. And I know <laughs> Noah Beanick is a, is a Michigan fan. And he said he wanted to play with better point guard and he wanted to make the NCAA tournament. I'm like, well, 
I mean, when you're the best player on the team, isn't that on you? Well, and he made the tournament his first two out of three years, and they just they I don't know they they were inconsistent this year, but I mean, I think it's kind of weak if that's his reason personally. Well, if he wants to get paid, I understand. Like it, it's like I, the he, Kevin Durant, <laughs> like oh I I, I want to win it all. I'm gonna go to the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, <Like> what? <laughs> well, that's the thing is it's like yeah. you have and f- shout out to Fallon Iverson. This is Maryland hired his old high school coach. I think the Terps are in the running. Mike but Jones. See that, that, that one's interesting to me because the, like, I think that'd be great for Maryland to get, but do I think that makes him a title contender? No, I don't. Um, it's within the big 10 too. So he would play at Michigan. That's a little weird, yeah. but uh, and he keep playing at Wisconsin. <laughs> I I don't, I just don't understand. Like, okay. If he goes to, I know that I think Kansas or Kentucky were on his list. Kansas, I get because it's like they won a national championship two years. I, I, Kentucky, what you want a first round exit again? You know what I mean? Like I don't understand. Yeah. Like it's got to be financial. It's got to be a hundred percent financial, right? He actually makes a lot of sense at Kansas, just with the history of all those good bigs Bill Self has had. That none of them are really that athletic, kind of like Dickinson. But yeah, no, I and well. What's Sheboy gonna do? Is, is Oscar coming back, or is, is he gonna go play with Oscar? I mean, it's kind of crowded there at Kentucky too. Yeah, and 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 I know Trevor's saying, "Did you hear we got Noah Reynolds?" Yes, uh, Wyoming's Wyoming's Noah Noah Reynolds is poor Wyoming. <laughs> poor Wyoming, they can't keep everybody football there. or basketball. Yeah. Football or basketball, they just dip out. Um, Rob Donaldson says, "To be fair, Michigan's offense made zero sense. Jawan Howard was a one year or one run runder." Yeah, but it's still, you're getting coached by Jawan Howard. He played in the NBA for like 30 fucking years. I felt like, I mean, to me, like that's yeah. on Hunter Dickinson more as much as it is Howard. They had Jack yeah. Howard. They had other guys. They had the, the, uh, Llewellyn. I know he got injured, but I'm saying the the year prior, they had the kid, uh, kid that transferred in from uh, coastal Carolina. Uh, they had, they had guys who am I forgetting here? There was another couple of guys that went to the pros. Um, I don't know. I think it's weak. I think that's some 2023 weak shit. Unless it's like Kentucky's offering me five times more money or Kansas is offering me. Then I'm like, okay, I get it. All right. Then, then just be honest about it. But if you, if you're going to go to Maryland, just cause they hired your high school coach and you're going to go in conference, I think that's some bullshit. If I may call that out. Um, it would be interesting if he goes there though, <laughs> if he's got to go yeah. back to Michigan and he said, Shit, he he's made rivals with everybody in that league. He does nobody yeah. likes him. Well, it's just crazy. It's like I yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Hunter Dickinson, where do you think he ends up? Do you think like if I had to say gun to your head right now, where do you think he ends up? See, everybody has said Maryland, but I'm gonna say Kansas. I think they got the most money because yeah. I think Oscar will come back to Kentucky ultimately. I'll say Kansas. All right, so number two on my list, I have Max Asmus. And I think I'm fascinated to see where he lands. I'm absolutely fascinated to see where he lands. I've heard, and hold on, let me let me load up who, what I heard uh, were the possibilities. And I I always question. It's like some guy uh, who tweets. So sometimes they tweet out like these are the teams he that, and I'm like, are you sure? By the way, Kentucky was on that list if memory serves me correct as well. 
Is there any chance you think Max Acemus is a wildcat uh, when we start when we start play in uh, November next season? <laughs> Noah Phoenix says he's uh, receiving interest from Shamanon. No, I don't think Max is going to go to Kentucky. They have all the that doesn't really fit what Calipari does. He's a, he he usually has bigger guards too. Yeah, yeah. I see Wichita State on there. I see North Carolina. I see Baylor. Kansas he should State. Go to, he should go to Wichita, man. Yeah. I mean, what about? Yeah, I think Wichita. I mean, what, shout out to him too because he did stay the course with yep. Paul Mills. Um, but he is a Dallas native. What is it? TCU. TCU, SMU. I like K State just with what Tang did with Marquise Noel. I yeah. I saw that Marquise Noel was tweeting at him and and trying to recruit him. I I mean, proofs in the pudding there. And, and with all those good guards that Tang has had, maybe ba- Baylor's got open guards as well. I'm trying to think who else is in the Dallas area. SMU. I mean, yeah, you're uh, not gonna North go Texas. There. North Texas is like 30 minutes away, but there's no way he's going yeah. there, right? If you're gonna yeah. go, you might as well fucking stay at Oral Roberts if you're going to North Texas. No um, doubt. I mean uh, that that name is huge. Then we have and, and and by the way, hold on, I should hit on this too because uh, we talked Wisconsin landing uh, Noah Reynolds, but um, what about some of the other gets? Oh, did I did I did I ditch this page? Uh, I think I, I think I fucked this up. Um, I think I looked up the uh, the uh, Maui Invitational where where I had this page, but uh, anyway. Um, there, there, oh no, there, Jameer Nelson Jr. He went from Delaware to TCU. Yeah, uh, Jaquan Walton, who was a stud at Wichita State this year, went to Bama. Um, Kerr Krishna, I never know how to pronounce this fucking Kisha. name. Yeah, yeah, he's he's at West Virginia. That was shocking to me. I, I want your take on that because I don't think of him as like a lights out defender. Like I did not. Me and NC Nick were talking about this uh, on phone call. <laughs> I didn't see this guy as a hugs guy. And then he lands at West Virginia. I mean, I guess you got to be excited because he's a good basketball player, but I don't know. It just, it's kind of just was shocking to me. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was going to go to Xavier to be honest, because Sean Miller started as his coach at Arizona. But I, I think his quote in terms of I need a new start. I need to start playing some defense. And when I saw hugs pull up with a pickup truck, I'm like, you yeah, know, I need, I need to play for this guy. He's going to hold me accountable. And I think that the narrative was same about Stevenson last year too, that he didn't play any defense and Eric wasn't the best defender this year, but I think with these older guys, they become better help defenders just because they've been in college basketball so long. They've seen so many reps and they learn angles more. So I think he just needs a coach that'll hold him accountable. Tommy Lloyd wasn't coaching any defense out there too, in fairness to uh, Kerr. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also that I feel like that happens when you recruit your whole roster from Europe. Um, yep. anyway, it is an interesting uh, fit though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jamison battle. I know the chat was talking about it before the uh, gophers. What did you guard forward? Uh, he, he uh, committed to Ohio state. Ah, that was our one. guy. It's another one <laughs> in conference though. I know have some fucking decency. All right. Hey, you know, all, all those times where everybody kept giving a shit that Minnesota was covering. He was the one hitting those big threes, uh, the yeah. Rutgers game winner. But yeah, I I don't like in conference. We went through this last year with Bridges going from West Virginia to Baylor, McCuller going from Texas Tech to Kansas. 
I'm not a big in conference transfer guy. I'm not either. We know so Sky Clark, yeah. also the Illinois guard that left the team like ten games in, went to Louisville. That's a huge get for Louisville. Uh, John Tanjay, yep. how do you pronounce it? Tanj Tanjay. I always forget. Uh, he he's good though. Colorado State guard. He went to Missouri with Dennis Gates. JJ Starling, yep. the, the the guard for Notre Dame, who I think is a pretty good get. Adrian Autry did land him at Syracuse, and then Paxson Wojcik, uh, the guard from the Brown the Brown Bears, the Cocaine Bears, went to UNC. Shocking a little bit that UNC is looking for an Ivy yeah. League guard, but uh, what'd you make any of those? Interesting. With with Wojcik going from the Ivy League to Carolina, now nah, he's not going to replace Caleb Love. I think that they're going to swing higher, but interesting fit. Um, yeah, no, it's Carolina. Carolina is going to be an interesting team coming in. Maybe lower expectations are better for him. Yeah, I agree with Rob Donaldson here. In conference transfer should still carry the first year ineligible rule. I agree. I agree, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm all the way on board on that. You'll get my vote tonight. Uh, let's go. Um, all right. Well, look, I wanted to just rattle off some names here. Obviously Nebhard. Where do you think Nebhard lands? Arizona. Is that Arizona? That's what everyone thinks. LJ Cryer. I've heard speculation. K state. I've heard speculation. Kansas. I think I sent you. Did I send you that? Yeah. Kansas. I'll say K state just because of Tang. Uh, and, and that's what you're hoping for. Uh, Ace Ball. Well, I mean, yeah, I want him to go to K State over Kansas. You're yeah, right. I, I, I understand <laughs> what you're doing there. I can read. I can read. I, this is my first rodeo. Uh, um, but Ace Baldwin is a one that is is interesting to me because I, I we talked. I think Georgetown in the chat or Penn State because Rhodes there. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I kind of think Ace Baldwin. And he could end up. I, did I see Kentucky was looking at him? St. John's was looking at him too. I think. Um, I mean, I guess that's where you should is, go. That, that's the problem with the fucking internet is you could read a story that says, oh, you know, Hawaii's looking at him. You know what I mean? Like uh, every uh, every school is, is rumored to these pe- to these people. But uh, Ace Baldwin is one that I think. I why would you go to Penn State? It's a rebuild. I like St. John's for him. Yeah. I like oh. that one because Patino put the ball in his hands right right away. He kind of fits that up and down style that Patino wants to play coming from the havoc. I like that fit. I do like that fit too, man. I like that. That would be very exciting. Um then we have Posh Alexander. I was shocked, and I'm curious your take on this. I was fucking shocked that Posh Alexander, I thought he would be a Patino guy. He must be an asshole. That that's the only. I mean, well, I mean, but Patino's had assholes before. But I mean, uh, yeah, I I was shocked that they didn't invite. Like I I thought, like honestly, when I thought Patino took over, I was like, I actually thought he would be the first guy he would try to retain. Soriano would probably be second to me, but I thought Posh Alexander. He's such a great defender. I thought like, hey, this is a guy that would fit right into Patino ball. No. Shocked? Were you shocked by that? No, just because sometimes these coaches that, especially with the pedigree that Patino, they just want to make a statement that, Hey, this is my program and this is what we're going to do from here on forward. So it's a, I'm the man in the room and and I'm in charge. So Posh Alexander though, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. He's like, like an Arizona state. They just lost a guard, you know, Arizona Dude, state likes I'll, to bring I'll in these honest, talented transfers. I thought Sug, or I'm sorry. I thought Huggins, I, I thought hugs yeah. would, would be one that 
<clears throat> would jump on Posh Alexander for style of, of play at least. I mean, honestly, I kind of think San Diego State would jump at at trying to get Posh Alexander there yeah. too. Where's he uh, from? That's right. a big thing with these kids where they leave home for a couple of years and maybe they want to finish their collegiate career He's from Brooklyn. closer to home. He's from Brooklyn. Look, he's defensive player of the year in the Big East 2021, freshman player of the year, and you're telling this guy to walk. Ed Cooley, Georgetown. Ed Cooley, I like Georgetown. That. Or maybe he goes to Syracuse, goes upstate. Yeah. They're playing man to man now. Don't go to Syracuse. That's don't, what Bayheim said. He goes, you know, they're changing some things up. They're playing man. I go, yeah, welcome to 2023, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> He, he, he's he's so gone. He's like, you know, the ACC, we were just as good as everybody this year. I'm like, oh my God, get out of here. <laughs> Uncle Bernie. <laughs> oh man, that's tough. Um, okay. Continuing on our list here or my list here that uh, just, just spitballing here. Caleb Mills. He was once the AAC, what player of the year at Houston. He transferred to Florida state. And I still was confused by that move at the time. He was previously the player of the year. Uh, he's in the portal and Houston's Tremont Mark is in the portal. I mean, these are huge gets in my opinion. Like if the right team gets, I know like, I think Caleb Mills could be, I know no one watched Florida state basketball over the past two years. I think he's a very good player though. And on the right team, I think he'd be a very good player. Same with Tremont Mark. Uh, I mean, I saw Tremont Mark's list. Arkansas was on that list. Obviously they lost Ricky council jr. Today or yesterday. Uh, Caleb Mills. I've seen that to Memphis too, Rob in the chat. Yeah, I saw that. that. I mean, <clears throat> they're whoever's going to get these guys is pretty big fucking gets. This portal is better than it's been <laughs> ever. As far as like talent, it, not as many. Is this, mean, the, is this the time of year where we see Arkansas literally tagged on every single transfer? Remember that yes. last year? Yes. It's like Arkansas has contact. I'm like, how many damn scholarships do they have? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, Caleb Mills, Jermon Mark, Avery Anderson. I put there. I'm curious if he stays in the Big Twelve or the SEC comes calling. Harrison Ingram was a big name to hit the portal out of Palo Alto uh, in Stanford. He should have left a long time ago. Uh, which makes me think: Why are you bringing back Haas? Yeah. No that that was a big loss for Stanford because Stanford actually played well down the stretch, but. I don't know. I thought they should have moved on from Haas. I mean, I never root against a coach getting fired. I came from the coaching industry, but I thought Mark Madsen would have been perfect there that he played there. Yeah. Well, that's why, you know, they're Stanford. Um, yeah. So severe wheel tree huggers. This is an interesting one to me. And this made me question He's a good player. This made me yeah. question Calipari a little bit. Cause I, I loved his game at Georgia. Now who can get him I don't, I'm just a bit perplexed that a Kentucky fumbled this. Cause I like his game. Um, I don't know. He's in the port TJ TJ. Uh, what's, what's my guy's name from, uh, how do I pronounce? Uh, is it, let me make sure I got this right from was what did I, is it Bamba Bamba? I believe or Bamba. Oh, Bamba yeah. 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 He's good too. He is good. And yeah. I, 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 who did I see that he was rumored to today? I saw someone, was it somewhere? Might have been, might have been Kansas. The the problem, yeah, I saw, I, I did see that. The problem is everybody's rumored everywhere until like I, I start taking it serious when you go on the actual campus because 
if you're going on campus as a fourth and fifth year guy, you're not just going there. as like a high school kid. Hey, I want to get the free gear, see facilities for the first time. It's like, I mean, business here's like, what's the plan? How do I fit in? Let's get this done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you got L Ellis from Louisville. He, he was good. Their best player this year, but their only that, player, <laughs> I don't know if that means anything. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised. I mean, I think Brandon Murray from, from LSU slash Georgetown is an interesting one to see where he lands. Um, Graham EK. I know he's rumored to go to Colorado, the Wyoming big who missed the whole season. If you watch Wyoming two years ago, he was, he was a beast. Oh, he's uh, beast. Keegan records from, from uh, Colgate. Colgate. Been, he's play, he's played more tournament games than everyone on this fucking list. But uh I mean, come on, he's gonna have to he's gonna he's gonna land somewhere like Iowa, right? Yeah, he wants a and, slow white guy with moves. Yeah, I would say like as as much as I shit on Pitt, their point guard, Nellie Cummings, came from Colgate as well. And that was part of the big reasons why Jeff Capel was able to turn that thing around this year and get to the dance. So some, there's something said for these guys that come from winning programs at the lower level and to uh, translate to uh, the high, le- high major level. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think Hughley jr. Goes don't fucking say West Virginia, you West Virginia. Fit. If you, you if you want my honest whore. opinion yeah. in terms of fit, I think he's going to go because West Virginia recruited him out of high school. That's, that's the other thing. It's like a lot of it too recruited disgusting. you out of high school. Who do you have your relationships with? So disgusting. Um, yeah. Joe he Girard. wants to win a brawl before he graduates. You know, he's got to come over the good side. <laughs> Joe Gerard. Uh, I'm intrigued to see where Gerard. How old lands. is he? He's 35. You know, he's, <laughs> he's been playing since Craig Elo was still in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> Caleb love is, I think is a big one. I've heard Dennis Gates or Travis Ford rumor to that. I also heard Penny Hardaway rumored rumor to that. It'll be interesting. Denver Jones. I know the Florida international guard. I think uh, Alabama and Auburn are in the running for him. Tyler Perry. Are we just assuming uh, I, I Texas tech? Although I heard the longhorns were very interested in them. Oh, this is great. That, yeah, no, I, I, I would love to see him in Lubbock. Cause I feel like his defensive style of play fits Lubbock. And I think McCaslin's the perfect fit there too. We have, we'll go into the coaching, uh, coaching, uh, carousel yeah. episodes, but yeah, McCaslin's a great fit with his West Texas roots. DeMar Langford from BC hit the portal. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, like the, the Temple Temple's top three leading scorers: Damian Dunn, Khalif Battle, and Jameel Reynolds. Oh, to me, I think fascinating on where they land. Uh, Jalen Cook. I know we were talking about him in the chat from Tulane. That's an interesting. That's an interesting uh, angle to me. Aaron Estrada. Nick Nick Timberlake from uh, Towson, who was previously at Miami. I mean, the, this portal is fucking insane. Primo Spears, you know, Jaden you Bradley. See- could you see Patino going after Estrada? I could. He's got some dog in him. I could. I could. I could. I mean, you, we, we say St. John's for everybody because they have what? Like two, they, three players on their yeah, current they roster. They have one player on their <laughs> roster. No, but but I do think they're they're gonna grab. I would assume that Walter Clayton Jr. from Iona is gonna join Rick Patino, but we'll see. I don't know. Uh we we were mentioning all these names. I, and this episode's kind of an empty episode because I, we don't know where they're going, but I just wanted to get, get your thoughts on the portal, get it out there that uh, there's two, over 2000 players in this fucking thing. What are you doing? What's I up? got one name. This, this one's kind of like your, your deep college basketball fan. If you know the same 
Jamarian Sharp from Western Kentucky, seven foot four, seven foot five. He led the country in shot blocks. Where does he go? I mean, he he's huge. He some of those super small teams need to fucking think about that. Yeah. Some of those super small teams that we see in the tournament every year. Miami. Hey, maybe, maybe off this guy's scholarship. You got that NIL money. Get over there. Um, I don't know. I'm fascinated by all this, but uh folks, this is like, this is our episode. We're kind of just spitballing here on, on portal gets talk about the portal. Bryce Johnson from Chicago state is a baller. He should stay at Chicago state. Cause that's our team. And, and Rob Donald is also mentioning Jordan Wilmore from Northwestern state. We know Northwestern state was a good team. So uh, Eddie Lampkin. Yeah. He landed at Colorado. That was a big get for the buffs. I mean, if, if they get EK and Lampkin, I think the buffs are, I mean, I, even if they don't get EK, I think they have a really good starting five. Um, Agreed. Yep. And they're in Maui the, 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 the net the year after that. So uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We're going to be here talking about it all on the college basketball experience. We're going to get you a coaching episode. I think next week about the, the new coaches and obviously we'll hit with portal news. Cause I'm sure there will be a shit ton of it. So folks subscribe to the college basketball experience and also subscribe to the college football experience. I just dropped uh, three episodes in the past 24 hours over there. Uh, go listen to that. And uh, the college baseball experience is coming up next. Me and Noah Beanick got to be in full swing talking about how ECU just took a shit on NC state because they are the cowards. We always know them to be. Uh, but also uh, check out Moneyline Max work, NFL gambling podcast, the Ryan and Russ show. And you know, we got news coming, coming. It's coming down the pipeline here. Give it a little bit of time. Um, and uh, also check out the XFL gambling podcast, the sports gambling podcast, the USFL gambling podcast, Noah Phoenix doing work with the MLB gambling podcast. Obviously right now, the shout out to our friends, the golf gambling podcast, the masters are going on right now. I'm not a golf guy, but I know the whole world is. So hop on in, check out that show. They do a great job. And uh, yeah. All right. Get the SGPN app in the app store, Google play store, and come talk about whether it's uh Jalen cook to Memphis potentially or whatever. Come talk it in the, in the discord sports podcast.com slash discord. We have a great college hoop section. We really have every fucking sport. So hop on over there. Let's talk a lot of fun. Uh, all right, there we go until next week. This is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot. We can really run and shoot.